0: Think about this. Once upon a time, society was led by the best and the brightest. We were informed. Now we're distracted. When there's something you should really think about, we'll point it out. So much material, so little bandwidth. Think about this. Republicans who don't seem to have a problem with suggesting that liberal Americans would mollycoddle Osama bin Laden were the president ever to find him, Take umbrage when the treatment of prisoners at Gitmo is likened to things the Nazis did in Germany. Hitler is repeatedly held up as the pinnacle of evil, and the leader of Al-Qaeda is his heir apparent. While there's no argument that these men have perpetrated great horrors, why is it that Hitler defines evil in our minds? The knee-jerk answer is because Hitler killed so many people. Historians hang 15 million deaths around his neck, and jump that to 35 million, if European World War II casualties are accounted to him as well. Most people are well aware of the six million Jews who died through state extermination programs, but they tend to forget the Poles, Slavs, communists, homosexuals, gypsies, and physically handicapped who also perished. While 15 million is a lot, it pales in comparison to the death toll racked up by Joseph Stalin. Through the purges in his 20 plus year reign, he killed 20 million. His paranoia led him to wipe out most of the Red Army's officer corps, so that when Hitler turned on him in 1941, the Red Army's ability to resist was destroyed. If not for Russia's great defender, General Winter, Hitler would have accomplished what only Genghis Khan had managed before. But Joseph Stalin gets a pass on his killings because he saw the light and helped the allies defeat Hitler. And Mao Tung, who killed upwards of 40 million, likewise is excused because three quarters of those people died in the famine caused by his collectivization program, not directly through government persecution. In that category, Mao only gets credited with two to seven million. Osama bin Laden, whose death toll is yet to crack five figures, is a piker on this scale. Stalin said, one death is a tragedy. A million deaths is a statistic. Bin Laden's victims don't even amount to a rounding error, but he has eclipsed Stalin, Mao, Pol Pot, and Idi Amin. What is it that he shares with Hitler that has placed him so highly in the ranks of infamy? Both possessed a fanatical hatred for people they identify as not like themselves. Both felt betrayed by their homeland. Hitler, like many German soldiers, hated the political capitulation that ended the First World War and the misery imposed as a result of the peace treaty. Bin Laden was furious that Saudi Arabia did not allow him to lead his fighters against Iraq in the First Gulf War. And the occupation of his homeland by infidels further enraged him. By far the most important aspect they share is that they both planned their atrocities. While Stalin used the mechanisms of state to kill so many, the system was already in place. He just used it more and better than his predecessors. Hitler had to establish the extermination camps and work out the details of transporting millions of people to them. The logistics of the whole process is staggering. And Hitler even provided a preview of his actions in Mein Kampf. Similarly, bin Laden warned the world that he was going to strike when he issued his fatwa. The African embassy bombings and the attack on the USS Cole left no doubt that he was serious. While they weren't the annexation of Austria, or the division of Czechoslovakia, they were red flags. And then he sat down with his henchmen, created a plot, and tasked people with carrying it out. Hitler operated in the same manner, speaking with world leaders about wanting peace and to avoid the horrors of war, while doing everything he could to provoke nations into actions that would justify hostilities so what makes them evil is not the body count but the deliberate planning to slaughter innocents and the manufacturing of evidence and public image to disguise these plans which brings us to the Downing Street memos for those who are not aware of them the Downing Street memos are notes of meetings between intelligence officials and members of Prime Minister Tony Blair's cabinet as early as July 2002 the Bush administration had decided to go to war with Iraq And in the words of the first memo, the intelligence and facts were being fixed around the policy. At the same time, the U.S. government went through the U.N., saying it wanted peace, but pushed through resolutions that would pressure Saddam into acting precipitously. Moreover, in the six months before the attack on Iraq, U.S. and British forces dumped more ordnance on Iraq than it had in the previous two years, again with an eye to getting Saddam to react and provide an excuse to attack. So, the conservative protests about government actions being likened to Nazi activity are based on this Bush isn't as bad as Hitler. There's an epitaph for a presidency. Not as bad as Hitler. Yet. It's something to think about.